Hello young world, welcome to episode 28 of Things to Keep in Mind. I'm your host A.E. Charles, a.k.a. Zell. And today on the podcast, we have my boy, my brother from another mother, Hanak Malidi. Um, He's the other half of my group, No Boundaries. And he's also a uh, guitarist, slash singer, slash pianist, slash writer, slash author. So, you know, like my boy says in the interview, he is a jack of all trades. Um, and today on the podcast, he, he really um, just discusses, you know, how he started, you know, playing guitar and piano and also what led him to uh, putting out his first book back in 2018 called The Sun Is Rising. So sit back and relax. You're listening to Things to Keep in Mind. Hello, young world. Welcome to another episode of Things to Keep in Mind. I'm your host, A.E. Charles, a.k.a. Zell. And today on the podcast, we have a good friend of mine, Hanak Malidi, a.k.a. Young Henny, a.k.a. Henny Hendrix, the guitarist, pianist, singer, uh, writer, poet, Jack of all trades, basically. How you doing, bro? Oh, I'm doing well, bro. Um, um, glad to be on and um, good to have. Thanks for having me, man. Um, yes, sir. Um, you know, um, Jack of all trades, um, master of a few. But um, hey, yeah, appreciate the intro, man. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Um, just to give a little bit of background, uh, me and Hanak are both from Stone Mountain, Georgia, Zone Six, Stand Up, DeKalb County. Um, and uh, we met playing basketball for Corpus Christi uh, back in 05 uh, for their uh, basketball league. Um, we were the Lakers. <laughs> uh, and uh, shout out to Coach Starks, RIP Coach Starks, great coach. Um, we played with our, uh, one of our buddies, Keith Starks, shout out to Keith. And uh, that's really where I met uh, Hanak. And then from there, we wound up uh, going to the same high school, Lakeside High School. And, uh, yeah, and then I want to say, like, around – it was 11th grade, me and Hanak started having, like, a lot more classes together. And um, 11th grade and, like, 12th grade, we kind of started uh, doing music um, – well, involving music into, like, different, like, projects that we were uh, doing um, for class – uh, and because at the time I was in the, the school course, Hanak was um, putting in his his hours on learning guitar and piano. So we would just like collaborate for these school projects and we started getting really good at it. And like our teachers really loved what we were doing. So we just started, uh, we ended up forming a group called No Boundaries. And for like the last 10 years, we've like just been kind of, you know, putting out live music and everything. And just uh just been rocking really ever since to be honest with you um but that's just a brief little you know intro basically to how me and Hanak met and like what really formed our friendship um and my first question for you bro is what made you want to pick up a guitar or like learn how to play piano and like really like self-teach yourself opposed to like going to like get lessons from like an instructor. Okay, okay. Uh, 
So I would say like um what really got me into playing the guitar um was actually uh like rock and roll. Okay. Uh, yeah, like um um back back in high school, um I would probably say like uh 10th grade, I took a I took a guitar class um at the Oh, class. that's right you did. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. And I was in there with um a guy named Larry. Yeah, shout out to Larry. Yeah, and we both we both were playing guitar, and um, he was a little bit better than me, and um, you know he but he he introduced me to a lot of different like artists, like a lot of rock artists, a lot of metal artists, you know, just alternative artists, not necessarily like hip hop or like you know R and B. So it was a lot, it was different for me. So I really would just go home after school and just listen to it like over and over again, and I'll be like, man, I really want to play that, you know, like that sounds really cool, you know, like. It'd be nice to be able to play that. So that's really what got got the ball rolling for me. So I would I would come home like and I would do my homework and I would play guitar like for probably like six to eight hours, you know, Sheesh. until like maybe two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning every day. And and I would I'll be sleeping like at school and and go back home and just play guitar again and just repeat, you know. So I did that for a little bit and um, I got really good at it fast. So. Um, um yeah and basically another reason why uh, i i i chose a self-taught method um versus actually paying for lessons uh because like i just i i looked up i looked up the stuff i wanted to play and i had a real good ear of like actually just figuring it out on the guitar you know by listening to the song so like that was that that really resonated with me and um and it saved me some money versus doing lessons and then i then i really got introduced to youtube where they have like actual teachers giving free classes and like basically like if you wanted to learn a chord, they would just teach you what chord it was. So like that's really what what you know where where I got started. So I just spent a lot of time. You know, I remember that summer I spent probably like I'll probably say like ten to twelve hours a day playing guitar. Um, Sheesh, you was I, not playing around. Oh no, no, I had to I had to get good at it. So um, so yeah, that's basically how it started, you know, and I would actually pay, play electric at the, I would play electric guitar at the time. And then I would switch over to acoustic at nighttime, um, because electric was a little bit louder and you know, yeah. in the house, but, um, but yeah, so I really got introduced to guitar that way. And, um, I met you in like the 11th grade. So I already had like a good, good skill set by the time, you know, that happened. Um, but but yeah, um, and piano was was just something else that I that I always wanted to do. You know, like I, I've had a piano in my house, like our keyboard, like ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I would really play by ear and just like mess around with like just learning songs by ear, and you know, really really getting into like playing from playing playing music and really like having having a good ear for it. So that's what I would I would play piano like when I when I would get tired of playing guitar and like my fingers would be hurt and I would switch over to piano. And, oh okay that makes sense and i would and i would get get with the piano so um, i definitely put more man hours into the guitar but um also put a lot of hours into the piano but um but yeah bro you know i, I basically started out doing that you know and that's how i got introduced into 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 guitar and piano okay so what how long did it take you to get good you would say at guitar and at piano um I would say for guitar, it probably took me like, then again, it changes because it really depends on how, how often you practice because you're going yeah, to practice. Because you were putting in, what, 12 hours a day, so yeah. it probably didn't take you that long to get good, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, it took me about, I would say about two years, two years of really like playing every day and like just dedicating your time to guitar. 
So like that, it probably it took me about two years, and I remember entering a, a King of Blues contest at Guitar Center, and I came in second place. So, um, you know, that was really big for me. Um, I, Sheesh, I I didn't know about that. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got third and everything, bro. I, I rock times, you know. So they gave me like some some merchandise, you know. But I didn't I didn't get to make it to like regional where mm-hmm. I get first place, and then you compete. There were there were cats in there that been doing it for longer than I was my like my age at the time. So like. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was it was definitely a learning experience, you know, but um, but yeah, man, like it took me about two years to get good at guitar, you know, at, to get really good at it, you know, and piano, I'll probably say it, it was about like, I'll probably say like three, four years for piano, because there was a period when I was playing piano a little bit more than guitar and mm. focus more on that. But uh, but yeah, bro. Oh, so, so also, you also want to second place at a lakeside talent show right for playing guitar oh yeah 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 for sure for sure so uh, yeah because because i remember i knew about that one because everybody was talking about that the next day at school and i had okay. missed it and i was like damn i wish i wouldn't have missed it yeah yeah i actually i didn't know how big it was till the next day because i got to school and um i don't know if you you remember um sheldon sheldon strickland yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah he had came up to me and he, he had dabbed me up and he was like yo bro you know that talent show and everything so um, and like some other people came and hit me up that day and was like, yo, you did really good. So I was like, and that just propelled me to like practice even more. Cause that's when I was like really mm-hmm. heavy. So, um, but yeah, I came in second place, you know, I, I want me a little check. I think it was like maybe a hundred dollars or something like that. So yeah. Wait, dude, do you still have it framed? You still got it? Um, or... I, I think I still, I think I might have it still. Yeah. I think I do. Okay. Okay. I do. Yeah. Cause I remember like whenever I come to your house, I still see it and it just kind of yeah. like, like takes me back to that, to that time period. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but I mean, a lot of people say that you should have got first place. How you feel about that? Uh, a lot of people said, "Say what now?" A lot of people said that you should have got first place. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think they gave it to some to some other person who was doing like poetry or whatever, and like. Oh, okay. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say like I'm gonna just say like this I'm I'm gonna just say like the crowd the crowd's vote the popular vote should have went to me but um. Due to due, due due to other circumstances and um diff, different situations, they mm-hmm. giving it to to the um to the girl who was who was doing poetry, you know. So got you, got you. It was all got good you. At the end of the day. Well, hey man, as long as the people ride with you, you you know what I'm saying you're gonna be straight. So oh yeah, it was the people's champ after that. So oh yeah, um, take that real fast. You know, but um, so 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 tell me how long before you went from like learning like other like you know like songs and stuff like that popular songs that you liked um until you started really like creating like your own like loops and and your own type of songs like how like what was that process like like that transition when did you feel like confident enough to say like oh like I'm so good at you know what I'm saying like like covering these other people's songs that I feel confident enough to like start learning like you know yeah like playing my own my own material basically okay okay that's a great question um so i uh i, I probably like and that's it's funny you say that because um i was actually approached by somebody who was um who who played guitar as well mm-hmm. um, who gave me some advice back in the day but i was at first i would just play like i would play like Jimi hendrix slash mm-hmm. like different artists you know like the beatles i would just play the, their music and just like really practice their songs to like the T and just really get good at that. Um, and then, you know, 
I started like playing guitar with like a couple of the people in high school. Like there was a few names. I'll just drop a few in case you know and even just let me know. But um, Andrew, mm-hmm. Andrew McKibben, um, Walker. Um, and, oh, Walker! Hell yeah! Shout out yeah, to Walker. Yeah, Walker and, and Larry. So I, I really started. Yeah, shout out to Larry again too. And, and um, and yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and Ronnie, there's another guy named Ronnie Dutta, who was a uh, who was a year younger, it, it, who was in the class of 2011. So like I would play with them, you know, like on the weekend sometimes and like mm-hmm. jam type stuff. And and basically like I would be put on the spot to like play my own music, but I only knew how to play like other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that that kind of like sparked me to be like, OK, I got to really start playing my own stuff and get creative because anybody could just sit down and like and copy and copy artists like to the T and just play. And yeah. there are people that do that, like in China and like Asia and like YouTube, mm-hmm. like you just Google, mm-hmm. you go on YouTube. Um, you can find like a lot of people overseas that just play play like perfect. Like it would sound like the exact same song on the radio if you, if you hear it on the radio. Oh, but um, they don't really like, practice, yeah. But they don't really like play. They're not good at like creating their own stuff. So, um, yeah. So like after after um I re- after that situation, I really I bought an acoustic guitar, and that's when mm-hmm. I really started writing stuff. Um, and that's when I practiced like learning chords, like different like types for like funk for jazz for blues that's when i got into blues a little bit okay and, and i got into um a little r&b in fact like on the guitar so like the acoustic guitar really helped me like really really helped me like get into like writing my own music versus like the electric guitar so um yeah that's probably like that that transition point when i when i um when i learned how to write my own music okay um so what at this point what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy still like learning how to play um, popular songs or do you enjoy like, you know, like creating like your own like music? Uh, at this point, I would I would probably say I enjoy creating my own music because I've been through that phase where I played like so many songs and like I like I just I, I've done that. I would go to guitar, like Ultimate Guitar. It's like a forum where you can look up songs mm-hmm. and just like. I would print out the tab sheets. Like I've been through that phase. So now like as far as creating goes, you don't have to do any of that. You just have to really find a beat, find a tune, find a melody, and then just really hone in on that and just build around that. And that, that's, that, I feel like that's just more of a creative outlet, you know, for me now um, versus like imitating a song that's already out and, and, and playing that. No, nah, I feel you, bro. It ain't, it ain't nothing like, uh, cre- uh, like creating your own, like as a creative, I feel like, like that's how you know that that's what you're meant to do. Cause I feel like if you're good at imitating like stuff um, for any creative out uh, platform, um, like you said, anybody can do that. And that's like no offense to nobody that does that. But I feel like when you could take an art form and you create your own, that's how you know that all right, you have some type of purpose doing this, okay. you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just a different, different type of joy, different type of feeling you, oh, you yeah. get from that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, out of curiosity, who is your favorite guitarist and why? Mm-hmm. Okay, I would probably say like, uh, I, would, I would say that's a tie. I, w- I have a tie for that. I would say it's a tie between Jimi Hendrix and, mm-hmm. um, and Slash from Guns N' Roses. Okay. Okay. And, and and why is it a tie between those two? 
Um, well, they're both very creative um, guitarists, and they're both like they're innovative as hell. Like as far as like at the time when they first like first came into the like guitar scene or music scene, mm-hmm. rock and roll. And Slash actually looked up to Jimi Hendrix growing up, so a lot of his music emulates Jimi Hendrix. Like if you really go back and listen to his stuff, um, especially like off Appetite of Destruction, like their the stuff like in the eighties, late eighties, and Welcome to the Jungle. A lot of that stuff like imitates Jimmy and Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix was just like a trailblazer. Like he was I mean, he was the first person to like play guitar with his teeth. Like well, Yeah, he was a different type of beast. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he would and he was definitely like one of like the forerunners and like basically like, you know, one of the geniuses at the time who really like brought like rock and roll like into the scene, you know. And and he was black. So, you know, that's yeah. another thing. power to you know, more power to our people. Exactly. Um, you know, so like he was he, he was really like a trailblazer, man. Like he was he was definitely ahead of his time. Like he was way ahead of his time during during his um during his um peak or during his uh career. So um that's probably why I would go with with with, with uh with Jimi Hendrix and Slash. Okay. Okay. So what is your favorite song to play on guitar? That's like a popular song. Okay, okay. Um I would say like uh, my favorite song to play um, on guitar. See, I, I got a favorite song, but it's not it's not necessarily like very popular. Okay, what well, what's the name of it? Okay, um, uh, it's called um, it's called Red Light by uh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And yeah. how how long did it take you to 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 really like 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 learn how to play it and like perfect it where you feel like it it sounds like close to the original or exactly like the original uh-huh yeah yeah um I, I basically i didn't learn the whole i didn't learn the actual chords to the song like during like the chorus but i learned the solo which was like i guess like that's the main part but i learned how mm-hmm. to play the solo and um the solo is a little bit long but that that took me probably like about a week to really to really play you know to really Dang, that's play. impressive I appreciate that, bro. Appreciate it, man. No, yeah, that's really impressive. A week, yeah. So, I mean, sometimes that take people a month. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like I'm playing like every day though. Like, when, oh, when true, you're... true, true. Yeah, you playing in that twelve hours. So, yeah, yeah, that so... that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, do do you have a? Because I know you you know spent more time on the guitar. Do you have a favorite pianist or a favorite song to play on piano at all? Or not um, as much. I, um, I got uh. I got I got um I got a couple songs I like um so piano I I I didn't really get into like the technical side of piano as much as I did guitar like mm-hmm. piano I I played I just stuck with like maybe like like pop joints and like R&B joints so like mm-hmm. I would like, and even rap joints I would say like I ain't mad at you by Tupac yeah that I song. remember you played that for me one time yeah that was dope that's probably one of my favorite songs on piano um, or uh or that. The Outcast Roses, you know the intro. To I that. knew you was gonna say Roses, bro, because I remember, I remember uh, you played it at school one time. I oh yeah, on, on the piano in the gym. I remember you was fooling around on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably like probably two of my favorite. But there's 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 like so many more, you know, like on mm-hmm. piano that you could really get into. So like, that, but those are my favorite, my two favorite. Okay, okay. And my last question pertaining to to you know the mm-hmm. piano and guitar is. Well, what do you hope to accomplish as a musician when it's like all said and done on the guitar 
and you know on the piano okay um well right now and i'm i, I want to basically like set myself up to where like i just have like the time and and basically like the the resources to like produce as many like original guitar like licks or like songs or even loops you know and just i mean it might might even be a little bit longer so it might not even be a loop but just songs and just like have and just have like uh, uh, a way where I could convert that into like currency, you know, and just mm -hmm. like, you know, um, and not just like a quick buck, but, you know, like quality stuff I could really sell, you know, for like, you know, people who are really interested in like getting, getting into. Um, yeah. So basically that's what I hope to accomplish, you know, and, and just keep building, you know, with that, with, with guitar and even, even on the piano, I haven't really, messed around with like doing like little licks on the piano or like um you know melodies you know um but even on the piano but i'm focusing more on the guitar right now okay okay and i think that's a good goal to aspire to i think you're already doing a little bit of that man so like the best advice i could tell you is to just keep on going keep on putting in that work bro you know what i'm saying yeah. and you know you're you're already there because you're already like, you know, spoken into existence. So it's going to happen. You just got to keep on putting in that work in and God's going to take care of the rest. You know what I'm saying? Just just, just keep that faith. But um, talking about faith, uh, the whole theme of season three of the podcast is about, you know, taking that leap of faith. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I want to know from you, like, what made you take that leap of faith into, uh, you know, saying that I'm going to, like, self basically self-teach myself how to take myself to the next level um, by watching YouTube videos, um, uh, you know, and basically teaching myself how to play guitar and piano. Like what, 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 what made you, what gave you that push? What gave you that urge to say, I can do this? Cause you know, there's a lot of people, you know, listen to this right now that they've wanted to learn how to play guitar or piano for years but they think because they, you know, don't have the money for an instructor or um, think that they're not good at maybe, you know, listening or like, you know, sight reading that they can't, they can't necessarily do it and they've been putting it off. Like what's some advice or what's some like uh, motivation you could give them right now for all those people out there uh, listening? Okay. I, I would basically just say, you know, when you're ready, when the student is ready, the master or the teacher will appear and, mm, and that could be, oh yeah, appreciate that. And that could be in any form, you know, whether it is YouTube, whether it is um, basically like even dreams, you know, where, you know, cause sometimes I'll be having dreams where I hear music. So like, um, and that, that motivates me even more. So like, it, you, you, you know, your teacher could really appear any in any, or it could be through prayer, like through anything. So like, if you're ready and you open yourself up for it and you're really willing to learn, there, there are ways for you to, uh, there are ways for you to, um, to get good at what you want and, and to build your craft. So I would just say, keep at it, you know, um, be open to like taking cr criticism, you know, look, look for people who are also creative, you know, that, that do the same thing, you know, work with them, you know, work with other people who are, are doing music. Um, and basically like, you know, slowly build your, build your, um, your skill, you know, your skill set. Cause it's really a skill set that you're really trying to, you know, to, to, get good at so like and just practice practice makes perfect so like whether it's like you got to motivate yourself by like watching videos of other people playing or or watching videos of your favorite artists or your favorite like you know musicians and seeing how they basically did did get to got to where they are today 
um, you would just have to practice, you know, um, and, you know, don't be afraid to like go out and do shows too and gig, you know, like, you know, you were saying we used to, well, we didn't really touch on this yet, but, you know, we used to go back, go and do shows like Adopt Monkey and like different spots. Mm -hmm. So like, that's another good way to like, cause you can practice all you want, but like, if you can't really do it on stage, then, you know, that's, that's a problem. So I, you got to really, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to really expose yourself and, and, and you'll meet somebody doing all those things. Like if you go out one night or one day, you know, where you're playing, so you'll meet somebody that says, Oh, okay. You know, cause it's happened to me a couple of times and I've shot you where you just connected with another person, you know, who, who also does the same thing. Exactly. Or you know, might have advice for you, you know? So like, you know, the teacher will appear, you know, when the student is ready. So, like, just really keep at it and stay open and receptive to, like, the universe. And, and, and you will get good at what you want. You will, you will manifest it. I, I 100% agree with what you just said, bro. Because, like you just mentioned, like, we, we had a run, I want to say, from, like, the end of 2012 to, like, 2015, where we did, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. we, we, we did open mics, you know what I'm saying, we we did yeah, like yeah. just a lot of like live performances and yeah. in that time period I feel like me and you grew a lot. You know what I'm saying? We kept on getting better and better and better. And I feel like yeah. exponentially, like at, at a at a fast rate, you know what I'm saying? And if it wasn't for that yeah. experience, I don't know if we would have grew as fast as we did or you know what I'm saying? I you know, it, it's really mm -hmm. nothing like that experience. So I wanna second okay. that what you just said and just tell the people listening that um, definitely, definitely don't be afraid to go out there and, and, um, and show people what, what you, what you've been working on basically. And, oh, yeah. um, get that, get that, uh, constructive criticism and use that as fuel to get better, you know? Cause I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I still get nervous if, when I have to like perform in front of people, but because I've mm -hmm. had those experiences, it makes it a little easier each time. Cause I just tap into like those experiences and I know, and that gives me confidence because I know since I did it before, I can do it again and I can do it even better. So de right. definitely, definitely, you know what I'm saying? Definitely get out there and and, and, and go do your thing, man. Show, show people what you've been doing. Um, oh. uh, mo moving, moving forward, uh, my, my next few questions for you are all about your book that you put out back in, it was what, 2018, right? The Sun Will Rise? Yeah. Uh yeah, the sun is rising. The sun is rising. Okay, my bad. Yeah. The sun is rising. Um, okay. which which is a which is a great book. I suggest everybody go you know go cop it off of Amazon. And uh, I want to know, bro, like what made you want to write the sun is rising, and um, well, how did it feel like once you you know released it and it was out there for the world to consume? Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, twenty eighteen. You know, like um. I would say like that was definitely um, a, a year of like self growth. Really, it started probably I would say like 2017, mm -hmm. and in the beginning of 2017, and it just like blended over to 2018, where I would just I, I had like a huge creative like like I would say like kind of like a uh, like uh, um what's that word when you like when you have you have when when you want to um when you want to like pour something out but like there's something that's blocking it. Like you have to like, like a, like there's something that you want to get out, but there's like a block. So you can't really get it out. So I was, I had that situation. Oh, you had like, like a, had like, you had like a writer's block. Yeah. Kind of like a writer's block okay. where I had the idea head like swirling around, but I didn't know how to like really like put it out there for people to see or like mm -hmm. share with the world. 
So like, you know, and then at that time you were doing your book too and you yeah. had already first book. So, and then like other people I knew, you know, were like writing too. Stuff. So like, I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and switch avenues for a little bit and, and try to get into this writing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so The Sun is Rising basically came from like a period of like self-growth I had back in 2017, like after my um, after my recent breakup with my girl of two and a half, three years. So mm-hmm. after that relationship, I was like, I, de- I went through a phase where I had like some like inner inner growth and like I had like a lot of self-growth about myself, you know, and stuff. Um, and even on a deeper level, just connecting with my ancestors, you know, through dreams and through like just prayer and, and just, just a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of getting back to like my roots. So like, you know, after that, you know, of course I had downloaded a lot of stuff, you know, you know, from this universe, from God, from everything. So I was like, I had to find a way to really put it out there. So, you know, I couldn't put it all out in music because music can only like, you can convey so much and music definitely gets the emotions going, the feelings going. But some things just need like words. So I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, so like that's that's really what got me. And it's not a big book. It's about probably like ninety to one hundred pages with everything total. And um, it's just basically like a spiritual book, self help book of little lessons that I've learned and you know that I feel like that I've picked up you know from my from my self growth and from my inner experience that you know would help you better your life. You know, and it's from anything to like. Um, you know, dieting to like, you know, prayer to like ways to connect with God, um, things about nature, like how to really understand like the nature, like the, the world we live in, like how nature can help us. And, you know, just a really like good self-help book, you know, if somebody wants to really like, you know, go inward and really explore like their 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 um, their inner world more, you know, and really, I would say connect to their soul, you know, so like that's that's um that's why that's that's that sun is rising you know so that's that's the reason why i put that book out and a lot of people gave me like crazy feedback i know you you came to my apartment and you had copped the book and you know we had like took a couple pictures together yes sir you know i think jordan had copped it too i'm not too sure um who else like a lot of my family members copped it and everything back home in ethiopia and australia so like it was a really good book, you know, a really good time for me to like really, you know, and they were all all gave me feedback. They were surprised at like the wisdom and like the knowledge I really had to offer. You know? Yeah, so, bro, you was dropping nothing but gems in that joint for real, for real. It was, it was like really next level. I feel like that's the type of book where it's kind of like listening to like a good rap song. Like you can always go back to it and get different gems every, like every time because it's just yeah. so much that you dropping in there. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So yeah, like so that is that is the sun is rising and it is still available on Amazon.com. Just type in the sun is rising. It will be the second, I think, the second link mm-hmm. with a big on it and the name, my name, um, you know, my government name, Hanak Maliti. So, um, yeah, you know, um, it's a really good book and it's a good investment, you know. So like, you know, definitely like, definitely um, check it out if you get a chance. You know, if, if that's something you want, you know, it's there for you. You know, like um, it's been placed. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so tell me, cause like my, my journey to putting my book out was uh, a lot. It was, it was a long journey, but it was very rewarding. Oh, yeah, um, sure. But I mean, it, it definitely was, uh, I, I learned a lot throughout that process. I want to know what was the biggest thing you learned throughout, you know, putting out your book? Like, did, did you have to, did you, because I know like for me, I put out my book as an ebook at first, but then I realized through talking to my dad and like a few other people that 
like it wasn't the best it could be so I need to like redo it and like I needed to like you know you know pay a few professionals to get it where it needed to be and yeah, then yeah. I had to like re-put it out like I want to know from you what was your journey like through putting your book out and what was the biggest like lesson you learned throughout the whole process Okay, I would say like my biggest, uh, biggest lesson or biggest, biggest, well, I was, I would start, I would just say the biggest obstacle I had, like, um, in putting the book out was just the editing and getting, yeah, really edited and, and review everything to make sure it was perfect for like the market or the, the general public. So, and, and, um, on, on my journey, like, uh, I met a couple of cool people and, but I did a lesson that I really learned is that like, you could send your book or your stuff your manuscript to as many people as you want um but unless they really like have the time to sit down and edit your work they're not gonna get that shit done you you have to pay somebody that's facts that's facts you don't have to pay somebody that's big yeah. old facts unless yeah. unless you like link up with them and like you do it together but other yeah. than that yeah you got to pay somebody because i mean because when you think about it, that's a lot of work to even do it for free it's a lot of yeah work. so i'm not yeah. even mad at that <laughs> you know what i'm saying oh, yeah investment yeah yeah definitely so that's something I, I was faced with i had a couple um you know uh a couple family friends you know that said you know they'll look at the book um but you know like they didn't really get a chance to look at everything and really proofread it and edit it you know because uh I, I was trying to get two or three people to really edit it mm -hmm. um so i ended up you know just doing the editorial services on the amazon kindle i'm not kindle the um amazon publishing yeah, uh, KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. Uh -huh. Kindle Direct Publishing, and I went ahead and purchased, you know, I think it was like something like 250 300 for like mm -hmm. what I had. And they had somebody really edit everything and really look through everything and make sure it was up to, you know, up to par. So um, that's probably like the biggest lesson I had, because at first I sent out my manuscript to a couple people, and like some people didn't get back to me, and some people were like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it, but they never really like looked at it. So it was like, uh, that was probably my biggest lesson, and and I would say, like, the work, you know, you put in really, really um, comes out, you know, because from, like, designing the cover, designing, like, the picture, you know, um, the background and everything. I did it all. I went through Amazon. I went through, So for anyone who's trying to, you know, put out a book, I did self-publishing, and I went through Amazon. Um, I know much, much like you did. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I remember you even helped me, helped me along the way. Um, and definitely like, you know, you know, put me on game to like the different avenues. Cause at first I was just hitting up different publishing houses and I was getting, you know, getting contacted back, you know, by a lot of them. So, um, I went through self-publishing and I actually don't regret that, you know, because you're, you're, you're in control more of like what you're doing, um, your royalties. So like, um, exactly. yeah, so that was, that was my path. That was what I did. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And I would say it's nothing even wrong with going to a publisher, but I think it's better to go in with any situation once you have leverage. If you don't mm -hmm. have any leverage, then it doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? But So, like, when I mean leverage, it's, like, the same thing with, like, going to, like, uh, signing to a label. Like, I think it's better to do, like, a joint venture where it's, like, you have more ownership stake or okay. rather than just like sign like all your all your royalties or all your your publishing or like basically all your ownership away mm -hmm. and and I feel like once you have leverage like once you have a few like um uh once you have a few things out there in the marketplace and you've bid out build up some like equity in the game 
mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a little easier to like leverage like what exactly you want. Because a good thing about like, like um, publishing companies or even like labels, for example, is they do have resources. And that's really what you want is the resources. But um, if you don't have any leverage, then they basically, you can't really negotiate anything. You feel me? So yeah. I think in all situations, um, I mean, and, and it's beautiful if you can stay like 100% um, independent. I feel like in any avenue you go, just always make sure you have some leverage. And it's mm-hmm. the best situation for you, like weigh all your options and just see what 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 was what best fits your situation at the time and go with that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And and this is not this is not just it. I have um I actually have another book that I I have wrote. I was just I, about I, to ask you about that. What 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 uh what do you have on the horizon um uh, when it um, comes to comes to books? Oh yeah, definitely. So I have another um I have another uh children's book that's um it's more of like a novel uh, that I wrote. It's about it's about four hundred fifty pages, five hundred pages. Okay. And it's called the Golden Oracle of Mars, and um, uh, I I already have the cover design, um, the front page design. I just have to get it edited, so it's a little bit bigger. So um, you know, I just gotta have gotta make sure I have the resources to to you know really get it edited good. So that's it's all, that's all I'm waiting on right now. So be on the lookout, definitely. You know um 2020 21 there's definitely going to be possibly another book coming out this one's this one's more of like a children's book but um it's an adventure book that goes that takes the readers through time and space and even like um the earth you know um, inner earth you know underground and like has all types of characters from like aliens to like giants to like extraterrestrials so like it's so a it's a real like like science fiction slash yeah. fantasy slash adventure type book Definitely, definitely. With lessons inside, there's there's always lessons. So I, I play some lessons in there, you know. So, um, so um, definitely the books. The book is just waiting to be edited. It's on. It's on the shelf. It's just it just has to be dropped. That's it. But but it's there. Yeah, because what you wrote that was around the same time as the sun is rising. Because I yeah. remember you was on like a crazy wave back then. You was just knocking them out. You was just in oh, yeah, in, in the yeah. zone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, definitely be on the lookout for that book. You know, it's um, I got some heat coming. So yeah, it'll it'll come out. It'll come soon. Okay, that's a bet. That's a bet. And before we 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 go to another subject, I just wanna I just wanna say, bro, I'm proud of you for like putting out a book. Cause like when I put out my book, you know, I was really trying to encourage. You know, what I'm saying a lot of the homies like, yo, man, like do the book thing. It's dope, you know. And I can help mm. you guys with it. So I just want to say, man. Like when when you told me you were putting out a book, man, it really, it really like you know what I'm saying, um, got me hyped and got me excited, and, and I'm happy you were able to put it out. And I, I was happy I was able to, you know, like help you, you know what I'm saying, and provide information for you, you know what I'm saying. So um, I just want to encourage you to keep on doing it, man. Keep on doing all that your heart desires, and I know you're gonna be successful at it because you just, you know, you're focused and you're disciplined. And um, yeah, bro. Um, no problem of course um uh what is there any advice you would like to give to any like all uh future authors out there people that are thinking about writing a book um but you know just like the the guitar and piano question like you know they're they're a little nervous about it like what what's some advice or like some motivation you would give them to to take that you know uh leap of faith into saying like, hey, I'm gonna write this book, like, no matter what. 
Like, what what would you say to give them that confidence to tell them that they can do it? Okay, okay. Um, I would just say, you know, like, um, uh, you are your greatest adversary or your greatest enemy. Mm-hmm. So when it the when it comes to writing something, um, you can make the best out of it or you can make the worst out of it. You know, depending on depending on how invested you are and like how you want to approach it. So I would say like. Um, if you approach it with like, okay, I'm going to just put, put, you know, what I really want out there. I want people to like, I want to get, you know, get something, you know, like across, like to, to the masses to, to really like, to maybe spark like, you know, a change or, or even like, you know, just an idea shift or shift of mind, you know, then that would be something that you could really put out with the book. But if you're just trying to put something like, like get something off your chest, like, you know, maybe not like, you know, really do something like on a on a consciousness type level or like on a you know just basically like on an awareness type level then maybe a book might not be for you because it's a lot of work involved in getting a book out facts it is a lot of work you gotta be you gotta be ready (laughs) exactly you gotta be ready so so yeah you know and definitely like you know um let people know that you're writing a book you know not everybody but just you know your close friends you know that they might have resources for you you know to like um to, to help you out on your journey, so um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to do some research. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. and, and and all that. Like, figure out what what works best for you. You know, look into like the 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 established publishers. Look at look into like the the independent publishers. Look into like mm-hmm. you know self publishing, yeah. all of that, and just you know figure out what which which avenue you want to go and and, and go. You know, you know, oh, even yeah. feel free to call them up or email them and ask for more oh, yeah. information, all of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So we, and a, another thing is like as far as genres go and what you want to put out, like some some other advice I would say is like if you want to if you want to write your book and you want to really like and not be constrained to like, OK, I got to do a certain genre. I got to do this. Um, then then um, I would say self-publishing will be better for you. But if you want to like genre then just like you said, reach out to like publishers because they're always looking for like specific genres, whether it's like fantasy, whether it's like fiction, science fiction or like adult fiction, you know. So like um, you'd have more you'd have more leeway doing self-publishing. But if you want to if you want to do a specific genre, then I would say like, you know, then you would go ahead and go with like publishing, you know, with the company looking for that. So, but yeah, I, 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 I totally agree because that's another thing with going to publishers like they're looking for something particular, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like when, when you do self-publishing, you have a lot more freedom. You don't got, mm-hmm. like nobody's going to tell you, like you don't have to change anything. You could put it out just the way you want to put it out. Yeah. But if you go to a publisher, then, you know, you're, you're going to have to like, you know, basically, you know, you might have to change some things, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I just want to, yeah. So like, like, like in anything, when you have ownership, you have more freedom. When you oh, yeah. when you work with other people, you know, unless you're able to like say I have creative freedom, then you're gonna have to you might have to like revise some things. But like I said before, you know, just figure out what works best for you, and trust your gut and 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 go and go forth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before we get out of here, bro, you know I couldn't leave without you know what I'm saying you you touching touching those guitar strings. So. Um, 
you know what I'm saying? Would 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 you be okay with playing a little something for us? We have like about 18 like minutes left. Okay. Definitely. Um what I do is I'll play like I'll play a little bit of I'll play like little snippets of different different things. I'll play a little blues and I'll play a little bit of like R and B and then I'll play a little bit of um um we'll see, we'll see. I might jump into a little bit of rock and roll. So we'll go we'll, we'll do that. Okay, bro. The floor is yours, man. Do your thing. We have exactly I want to say mm, 17 minutes left. Okay, cool, cool. All right. That boy, that man transitioned effortlessly. I see you out here, boy. I ain't missing, 
ain't missed a step out here in the last 10 years, man. Well, Hanak, bro, I want to just say, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today and sharing your story, sharing some of that wisdom and advice that you always share with me. I'm happy that we could share that with the world now. Um, make sure you guys, uh, you know, go check out, you know, The Sun is Rising on Amazon. Make sure you go order that book. Uh, make sure you go check out our music, The No Boundaries. You know, we're, we've got music out there on all streaming platforms. Uh, it's No, capital N, and then lowercase O, and then dash, Boundaries with a capital B. So make sure you go check that out. Um, oh, we've got more music coming in the near future, of course. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And be on the lookout for my boy Hanak uh, to, to be on these guitar loops and these piano loops and all that as well. Um, Hanak, if you don't mind, you know, share your, your, uh, your, your IG with the, with, the, with the good people and um, share your email and what's the best way to get in contact with you. Okay, for sure. So my, my email would probably be like um, Hanok, H-E-N-O-K, man, M-A-N, number sign one. So that, that once again is Hanok, H-E-N-O-K, M-A-N, one, at gmail.com. So that's probably the best way to contact me email-wise. And my IG handle is Henny, H-E-N-N-Y, underscore, underscore. So that's two underscores, Hendrix, H-E-N-D-R-I-X. So that's H-E-N-N-Y underscore underscore H-E-N-D-R-I-X. Yeah, so Henny Hendrix. So that's probably the best way to contact me. So uh, I'll definitely look out. Um, I'm willing to work with different artists, um, producers, or even like creatives who want to maybe collab on a book or something. So just, just reach out to me and I'll get back to you. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we shoot. Speaking of books, we have the No Boundaries collection coming soon. We were kind of tweaking it. It's like just like a whole bunch of our songs that we've uh, made over the years. It's basically like a lyrical book, but it kind of tells. Well, it's like a lyrical poetry collection, but it kind of tells like a story, um, a motivational story of you know just two guys trying to make it and trying to pursue their dreams. Um, it will be coming soon, so be on the lookout for that as well. Um, Again, bro, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Until next time, this is your boy A.E. Charles. That's Hanak Malidi. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. And just like that, we're back. Again, I want to thank my boy Hanak for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it, bro. Um, also happy birthday to you, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you live to see another year, especially this year, because it's been a lot of craziness going on this year. So, you know, make sure you, you have some fun and you live it up, bro. Um, but until next time, this has been another episode of things to keep in mind. And we're going to actually leave the podcast on a high note. Um, this song is from me and Hanak, our group, No Boundaries. Uh, and it's called Unapproachable. Until next time, y'all, peace and love. Wow.
why she makes me feel this way. I'll never know. Is it the way she walks? Or the way she talks? I don't know. I guess I'll never know. What she does to me. Why she stays on my brain But I do know one thing Every time I start to speak I can't say anything Therefore She's unapproachable She's unapproachable She's unapproachable. 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 Oh, I put her on a pedestal above all other rest. She's like no other And I think I love her But She's unapproachable She's unapproachable She's unapproachable She's unapproachable She's unapproachable She's unapproachable. She's unapproachable. She's unapproachable. She's unapproachable.